0: Hello, hello and welcome to Applies Job Bytes. We're a podcast that covers jobs, job searching, the job application process, career growth and development, and almost everything in between. Our show is sponsored by apply.io, the free browser extension that helps you apply to jobs with a single click and writes really good cover letters for you using AI. We hope you enjoy the show. Hey there and welcome to another episode of Applies Job Bytes. I'm Jean, your host, and today we have Jonathan Ibanez. Is that correct, Jonathan? That's right. Very good. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, I always like to try to just see if I can get it right. And that keeps everyone in suspense to see whether, you know, I, I'm a fool <laughs> who's mispronouncing things or, or, or <laughs> the irony mispronunciating things or not. Um, so Jonathan, uh, just to introduce you to the show real quick. Jonathan is the founder and owner of MPWR Enterprises. He's a leadership whisperer, a licensed consultant and certified coach, teacher, trainer, and speaker with the John Maxwell team. Jonathan is a thought partner and resource serving the needs of individuals and organizations in the areas of leadership development, personal growth, effective communication, organizational culture and team dynamics. Prior to this, Jonathan's worked 16 jobs and relocated 12 times in his career. His 24-year corporate experience with a Fortune 50 company included work in technical leadership positions with seven and a half years in human resources, serving in recruitment, employer branding, talent management and succession planning. Jonathan, welcome to the show. Thank you.
1: I pr- appreciate you having me on your show.
0: And this uh, well, it sounds like you're bringing a, a wealth of experience, uh, diverse experience at that. And so your insight, I mean, I'm, I'm very keen to, to hear your take on things. Um, I want to jump straight into it. There's a lot of people right now looking looking for jobs. There's a lot of countries which have which is currently seen their highest uh, unemployment rates in the last decade, in the last two or three decades. Um, what are some of the most important pieces of advice that you have for people looking for a job right now?
1: Yes, uh, I, I can certainly relate to that because my son and daughter uh, went through that stage. And what I encourage people to do is always be a continual learner and always be coachable. And, and this means uh, looking at how you think about things, not only your circumstances, about, but also how you approach your job search. Also show how you're productive with your time when uh, you're not having a job. You know, build your current skills and add to your current marketability. Uh, reflect on how your knowledge, skills, abilities, and experiences can transfer to other kinds of jobs and positions. And this is important because the job of yesterday or last year is going to be different this time because of a lot of factors in our environment. Uh, in addition, you know it's good to have a coach as a thought partner, somebody you can trust and who's going to be honest with you to evaluate your current position or where you want to go, and also a mentor to to expand your business acumen. Do you think
0: someone should incorporate that into their daily schedule? Like, okay, I'm gonna do a couple hours of applications, then I'm gonna turn my guns and turn my focus towards something that I can be learning uh, while I'm expanding my skill set and maybe keeping other options open.
1: Um, You you hit it right on the head, Jean-Michel. A lot of people sometimes just allow the day to take its course, you have to be intentional in regards to what you want to accomplish in life. And you only do that by establishing certain uh, a certain schedule, uh, a certain habits, because your habits really determines your success. So if you start maybe doing some blocking of your schedule, like, like you said, a couple hours for a job search, and then maybe two or three hours for, uh, you know, skills, you know, building those current skill set or refining it, and learning maybe a new skill set to add to your inventory, your arsenal, so when you, you go to that interview, you'll be able to tell, you know what, I, I know it has been a tough time for everybody, but I have, these are the things I've done to help myself be more productive and also be an asset for your company. Because I certainly want to make a contribution uh, to the job that I'm uh, I'm coming in for, but also hopefully something you can utilize me in the future.
0: Then at least what what happens at the end of that period of time, if you if you haven't managed to find work, you've got other things to show that you have used the time productively and you've learned, and you're in a better position than when you when when you first went out of work and when you first sort of came across this first run of bad luck. What are some of the other things in your experience, Jonathan, that People might be getting wrong, though, Um, and specifically, actually, with regards to the job application process, You've, you've worked in HR and you've probably seen hundreds, if not thousands, tens of thousands of applications. Are there things that you think that they're kind of common errors that people make?
1: Uh, yeah, you know, when I reviewed thousands of, uh, applications and, uh, as you'll notice, if you've applied to different companies, each company has a different way of taking in applications, uh, the key on this is you want to adapt your style to what they're asking for. Right. So when you look at the, their, uh, application process, make sure you fill out the fields as, uh, don't, don't just allow it to auto populate. Make sure you, you proofread it, because at the end of the day, whatever you put in there online and whatever you attach as an attachment, they're going to look through it and they're just actually going to like scan through it. And if they're going to struggle trying to get the information they're looking for, uh, then they'll probably go on to the next application. And it's really important then when you look at the job description, look at the keywords that they put in there as far as what is a qualified candidate going to look like so you want to at least be noticed to a point where you know what this person has uh not everything but a lot of the things i'm looking for so you can be on the top of the pile and be considered for at least the next step of the interviews
0: and i think that's something which um it's incredibly tempting right especially when people have done a large volume of applications they can kind of become a bit disenfranchised with the process a it frustrated, maybe they just start copy pasting, maybe everything looks the same. And then what's happening is, you know, they might find a job that actually they were a great fit for that they sort of great chances at, at securing, but because they were tired or, or lazy, or they just, you know, they've lost focus. Now, all these jobs look the same. Um, and and so they kind of like, will 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 make an application to that. But what they're probably doing is, is reducing their chances by not taking the time to tailor it or give it a little bit of extra TLC. Because it's really, it's, a, it's maybe an opportunity that they are a good fit for.
1: Again, you know, what you're showing really is how intentional are you in this application process? So if you're not putting in the effort of at least making this uh, as professional and easy for them, then you're not doing yourself any service. And you kind of have to ask yourself, who does this serve? Does this serve me? Hopefully it serves you too, but it's gonna serve them first if you wanna be considered.
0: I think that's a great way of looking at it. I'd heard a statement the other day, which was like, nobody cares what you do. They care what you can do for them. So, you know, there's a message and there's a great message, but then there's a message for a specific person, which meets a specific need. And people forget like a recruiter is someone who's working a job that has like anyone uh, KPIs and targets, right? And they need to fill, they need to fill these, these positions, right? That's what their boss is asking them to do. So it's actually a joy when they come across someone who's done a good application and who is a great fit, because they're like, oh, thank God, someone who's helping me do my job. This person looks fantastic.
1: Right. Yeah, the, the quality really comes forth uh, in, in applications. And I've seen obviously some that haven't even been proofread. You know, grammar is important, but obviously, just as important as your spelling, and how intentional you are to what they're looking for.
0: I wanted to ask you, Jonathan, specifically. I see that you've you don't shy away from the idea of, of relocating. I can see you know you've you've done that twelve times in your career, and and I think that could be an incredibly useful angle to play when you know we're we're living in a connected world. A lot of people are doing remote work. But there may also be certain areas, like if, if I was working a job and now I'm out of work because the demand for what I do, my skill has just dropped to the floor right now, and and, and I'm sort of hell bent on staying in one place, then I might be making it very difficult for myself. How important do you think it is being open and flexible to the idea of relocation at this point in time?
1: Uh, you know, even more important today. And I, you know, to be honest with you, I've never really seen myself leave one place in my life before. Uh, it wasn't until my manager noticed hey you know what uh, you can be good for this position and what you're gonna find once you open yourself up to opportunities is there're going to be opportunities outside of your geographic area and a lot of times companies they look for people who are mobile meaning are willing to relocate and and it's for several reasons one reason is one, They want to put you in a certain geographic area because you're a good fit for that area, because you bring something special, whether your talent, your skills, your abilities to that area, and they want to make sure you help that area. Two, it helps you because it broadens your experience. It's, you know, it's going to add to your ability to absorb a different type of culture, different environment, and, and allow you to really not only learn from that environment, but also gain new exposures to different things, in, including skill sets. When companies see that you're able to adapt to these different conditions and you're willing to take on different assignments, just utilizing your ability uh, for for this hunger or curiosity of learning, your ability to expand your horizons, the way you know the jobs that you'll be acquiring, even expands even more. So the only limits really is to your own thinking as far as what you're capable of doing. And and, and uh, there's a saying about you know the limitations really is the ones we put upon ourselves.
0: And and you know I think there's a lot of people which have probably put that as you say, they've uh, put that limitation upon themselves. And I, I completely understand if we have someone who, who has, a, has a family, you've got kids in a local school, there's a lot of sort of things tying you down. But I think to your point of people putting limitations on themselves, I think there's a lot of young people uh, have no strings attached, they're, they're young, they're healthy, they're single. And uh, this is the time of their lives to be going and getting other experiences, maybe traveling, relocating. It doesn't have to be for the rest of their lives. It could be for a year, two or three. Uh, but there's a glass ceiling. Oh, that seems inconvenient. Oh, I, I don't know anything about that country. Oh, I, I can't be bothered. It seems like too much effort. And so then they get stuck in a rut where they're unemployed in a place where there's no demand for their skills locally and they're not opening themselves up to the the possibility of working remotely. Uh, oh, sorry, not working remotely or relocating. Well, okay, Jonathan, that that I think is, is a uh, a really important tangible Recommendation maybe for young people that want to broaden their chances right now is to consider uh, whether they should be looking at relocation opportunities. And and, and I want to wrap up. I, I we're close to time on this interview, but I didn't want to wrap up before I asked you about maybe uh, a story or two you could share from your own experience. I'm sure that across the breadth of your, your your experiences, there's been times that you've you've secured a job or you've achieved something in your career kind of against the odds you know, at the outset didn't seem likely. And then somehow you, you hustled your way through. Um, is
1: there anything that comes to mind? Yeah, you know, I think we all, we're all humans, right? So we're all gonna have those feelings and emotions about the highs and lows of life. And there were times in my career uh, that, man, I was devastated. In fact, my wife can tell you, I cried because I didn't get the position <laughs> because, you know, it's just is devastating. The main thing is people watch when uh, actually people watch you more when you fail than when you succeed, because it's easy to be happy when things are going right. But people actually watch and see and and really discover what your character is when things don't go your way. So no matter where you are in life, you know, whether it's, you know, you're still waiting for that next job, it's been a few months, make sure you you take care of how you think and, and keep your faith and do the right things to always um, take the courage to to be uncomfortable, to learn, and and things will happen for you. Always always be positive because, you know, again, that energy will come back to you. And the main thing too is if you take care of yourself on the inside, the outside takes care of itself. And that's so important because this will come across not only to the people you talk to, uh, whether it's a potential employer or not, but especially during the interview. Okay,
0: I I hear you, and I, and I think that is a, a great, clear, tangible piece of advice for our listeners. Jonathan, thank you so much for coming on the show. Delighted to have uh, had you on today. Uh, I hope we can re-invite you at some point in the future. Um, really appreciate your time.
1: No, I appreciate your time, and I hope this adds value to uh, your listeners and to the people who's just in a little bit of a rut, because there is a light in the end of the tunnel. You just got to stay at it.
0: Hey, we hope you enjoyed the show. For any feedback, requests, or suggestions of things that we should include on upcoming shows, please drop us a line at contact at apply.io. Thanks, and we'll catch you next time.
1: Your applications never write a cover letter again